Welcome to Living Chassidus. Together, let's live the Chassidus we learn. Everybody, I know it's, we've all been welcomed, but forever, whoever is joining on Zoom, I will welcome them now. So tonight is our finale for Systematic Avoida Initiative. So I want to say... <laughs> a huge mazel tov to everyone who finished the book. Um, the Counting of the Emer by Reisman Jacobson. Um, we have thoroughly enjoyed, or I think most of, a lot of us, most of us have been thoroughly enjoyed working on different aspects of our, um, our lives and our personalities and I remember one day specifically when it was, I can't remember which sphere it was, but it was like, be more assertive. And I'm like, oh, right. I got to work on that. <laughs> which one was that? Maybe it's Gvorish or something. <laughs> um, but anyway, I definitely remember certain days and how much it changed my attitude and my like shift of perspective for that day. And um, yeah, so I'm really grateful for this program. And I hope that everybody else enjoyed and enjoyed, joined and enjoyed. Um, and I know that this this particular SAI has been a little bit book heavy. I just keep finding amazing books and I just want to share them with everybody. So I hope you guys don't mind. Um, we got another safer for the prize for today. And I'm yeah, me too. Um, and I want I'm actually going to for bring a little bit about it so hopefully you'll have lots of good inspiration um to read it so it's called the Hasidic approach to joy by Rabbi Shlomo Majeski um this is actually a reprint it is a gorgeous reprint um I'm so beyond impressed by spotlight designs I mean I'm always impressed by spotlight design but now they really like outdid themselves Whoa. um yeah i know right <laughs> and the typeset the font everything is just so 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 beautiful um and yeah so i'm really impressed and i want to share that with all of you guys so i want to wish a huge mazel tov to everyone who earned it um let me just open up to share with you the people who earned it yes get your clapping hands ready um Ita Gravich. And we have Devora Samora, but she used to be couple of it. So now you know guys know what Bracha Zirkin, Chaya Liebman, Adina Lapine, Joa Backer, Ariella Zuckerman, Simhara, Brachi Michelovin, Esther Citrin, Fagi Shway, Ruta Cohen, and Esther Malka Cohen. Malukov, everybody, on all of your hard work and all of your Aveda. Um Yes. <laughs> yes, all the promotions. Um, really? Um, 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 uh, no, I didn't exist with all the promotions and all the videos and all this shit. Well, do another Mazel Tov to our sponsor for tonight, um, Miriam Bracha Glicken. She sponsored in honor of her birthday and the recent Woo! birth of her daughter. So, Mazel Tov, Miriam Brachan, thank you so much for making tonight happen. Um, so, um, I actually, I kept thinking, who, who would be a good person to forbring for our finale? And then, <laughs> on Shabbos and Shavuos, I kept talking to my husband, and he's like, I think you have what to share. <laughs> so I thought about it, and I feel that, considering my topic, I feel that this is a, a good shidduch. Um, I've been wanting to discuss the summer, and I've been wanting to discuss post-Svira oh, for a while. Um, and I really feel that, anyway, you, you shall see. So our topic for tonight is um, from Svira to Elul, my summer matters. So I want to, um, 
Okay, so I want to start by saying that the the idea behind doing Sphera, like this SAI systematic invited initiative for Sphera, came about um, originally because in Limech said this many many years ago. We learned a mimer called Svartim Lachem, and it was so inspirational to all the members who were there at the time that we started trying to think about because Svartim Lachem is like the it's a whole it's all mimer about each of the how we're counting in each of the spheres and how each of the spheres connect each of the spheres um, and how they apply to our lives. And so we figured out that we need a program that's going to help us really make this practical and really make this relevant to our lives. So um, we've worked on our chesed, a chesed of a chesed, and all the permutations of all of them. And comes Shavuos and we're feeling very, hopefully, very inspired and very accomplished. And I think many of us really focus and like, in a certain sense, prepare for Pesach, a physically, but also in a certain sense, spiritually, like the Pesach experience is very in-depth Haggadah. People want to stop and read that little thingy in the bottom of their, you know, Kasa Gada, good Haggadah. Like we like try to really focus on it. And, and then by Shavuos, on the one hand, we've worked step by step. And on the other hand, in a certain sense, it feels a little bit less like steiging into like the safer for many people. There's a lot more focus on the cheesecake. And for everyone that was at our milkshake meal, we had a whole discussion about a 60 something dollar. <laughs> Some people had a discussion about a $60 cheesecake. Um, Today, and that was that I'm a lot quieter after Shabbos meals than I am during Shabbos meals. Okay. <laughs> Just me that you pointed out. I'm Sounds good. Baruch Hashem. There was no judgment. Um, oh, it wasn't for you. It came so, my other meal. Sure. <laughs> okay, fine. So, being that Shavuos comes in a certain sense after a lot of daily preparation, but at the same time, it might feel not so spiritual for some people. So I, I've started to notice over the years that as Shavuos approaches, there's a bit of a feeling of, hey, summer's coming. What, what's going on? What am I doing for whether you work at a job, like at a school job, and therefore your parnasa might change or shift. Your schedule might change or shift. Your attitude or plans might change or shift. Some people want to travel. Some people want to um, do different types of activities. And as Shavuos approaches, that topic starts to like, you know, like, you know, like the blink on people's cell phones when they get a message, like, eh, eh. so it's like, summer's coming, summer's coming, summer's coming, right? So I realized, and I was thinking about it, and I said, you know, it's very interesting how we go from SAI to SAI, right? We, I, Systematic Avoida Initiative. It's this program that we do. Okay. So we go from the, the Svirsa Eimer SAI to the LLSAI. And usually I was, I was kind of like comparing and contrasting between the two. And usually there's um there's a bit of a correlation or not a correlation i think like a outcome from summer that leads people to think wait ellel's coming oh my gosh life's about to get real <laughs> like here comes chuva melech basada the king in the field here comes all the like you know from slichas until um, Simchas Terah and Shabbos Barashas, it's like, go, 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 go. So usually that time of Elul is like a real, like it like reels you back in. So here we come from Shavuos, where we started thinking about the summer. And then we enter our next SAI is Elul, when we start really processing, whew, Tishrei's coming, you know, like right. the coming year, a new, a fresh new year. So... I was thinking about this a lot and I realized that 
this concept of summer, our summer vacation or our summer time period has an interesting connotation. And I think for everybody, it's there's different specifics. So summer means a certain feel, but the connotation of summer for in specific for each person might be a little different. So I want to just take a pause. I want everyone to think about it. If you want to write it down, if you want to just like close your eyes, whatever you want, but think about the concept of what does summer represent to you? What is that? What does that feel like? What is the smell like? What is it like? What does it make you feel? What does summer do for you? So I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you the time to process that because if you have that clear in your mind then the rest of the far is going to be a lot more geschmack. So what does summer represent for you? What does summer feel like for you? So for me, I'll share. Many of you know, and we might joke about it together that I am slightly allergic to winter and cold. <laughs> I hermit when I'm freezing cold and I don't want to come out of my apartment. The only place I come to is the Mechzidus, basically. Um, and for me, the summer and the warm weather represents good, fun times. It represents the, the, an experience in my life where I'm able to really be myself, where I'm able to just walk out of the house without gloves and mittens and, and a scarf and a hat and dressing all five kinderlach with whatever it is. And then by the time you finish with the fifth, somebody has to go potty, so you have to take it all off. And, right? So that's what winter represents for me. Winter represents for me the hustle. It's like life skill series and SAI and the married lady Shabbaton. And it's like, boom, 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 boom. It's like one thing after the other, the whole winter straight. And now this year we had the gala and the fundraiser. And it was just so much stuff that happens in the winter. But for me, the summer, it represents my family. It represents my family time with my kids during now that my older boys are older so they all have sunday school for full day so we don't really get to go on sunday fun days when they're in school we get to go on sunday fun days after school which is very late um, it's a different for rain for a different time <laughs> so anyway um so being that my kids get to now they're in, during summer they don't have as much school and the camp schedule is different and much more flexible so for me summer represents family not just my immediate family but also usually in the summer is when I go to visit my mom and my sister in Florida and I get to spend quality time with them so it represents family there as well and sometimes this year as is happening my in-laws also get to come and visit so for me summer represents warm weather and freedom to be myself not constrained under a heavy coat and freezing my legs off all the time um and family time and when i sat down to prepare this for bringing by hashkacha pratis it yeah, it happened that the only time that worked out with my schedule today for me to do this was when my kids were at the park with my husband. So they were already out of school and they were already playing in the park. And finally, something was napping and I was able to just sit by my laptop and like, da, 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 and like let it all flow because I had it. It just needed to be. Yeah. So I'm looking out my window and I see here I am typing all about summer and summer means to me and what does it represent and da, 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 da. And I look out the window and I'm like, the sun is out. It's absolutely gorgeous out. The weather is stunning. It's breezy and warm and 
everything is perfect. And I'm talking about my family, but meanwhile, my kids are over there and I am over here. And it was such a shock. How come this is what I daven for and this is what it represents, but right now I didn't make that reality a priority. Oh. I didn't, I didn't, it just, it was so many things today. There was, it went from, like went from, um, it went from the logistics of tonight's dinner and ordering that to preparing for the upcoming Shabbaton. We spent a lot of time working on that. We, I'm teaching, Hashem, I just finished one kala and I'm teaching another kala. So I'm preparing the class for her. Um, every, every person has a different, Oh, how fun. Every person has a different personality and different things that need to be prepared for them. So, yeah. So, I do give individualized attention to my cause. Um, so, <laughs> okay, Vela, you can hold it. And now it's on recording that Bela is holding my baby. Um, it's for posterity. There you go. Oh, one second. You may want to take this unless you want to wear. <laughs> if you want to wear the rest of it. Oh, the wire. There we go. There we go. Bela, there you go. Hey, Teddy. Hi. There you go. Um, okay. So, anyway, so I was preparing the specific things for this particular kala that she needed. Um, I spoke to a newlywed about a shalom bias thing or a sticky situation. I also got off the phone with. Um, <laughs> A married alum who's been married for many years with another situation she was going through. Then I also prepared the logistics for Shabbat Brachis on Tuesday, Basis Hashem. Then I had a chavrosa with somebody who's growing in her Yiddishkeit. Then I worked as a shatran for a shidduch. Then I checked in on a postpartum mommy who has needed a bit of support. Then this is today. I'm explaining how by the time I came to write this down, my kids were at the park as opposed to when I usually do this, which is earlier in the day. So then my Hana is old enough now that she needs social and interaction. So I took her to mommy and me. Then <laughs> a million WhatsApp messages that I answered, sent, or still need to answer, but I'm con constantly pondering over happened. And only then did I get to sit by my laptop with a quiet moment when Yosef was sleeping and the rest of my kids were out and the house was just calm so I could actually type this out. So, a lot happened today. Yes, this is all today. Baruch Hashem. Um, if you're wondering how I keep busy, I keep busy. <laughs> but now that I'm showing off about busyness, because busy is not a good thing. I just accomplish a lot that Hashem wants me to accomplish. I'm just working out of the busy um, lifestyle. Anyway, so here I am in the most gorgeous day, the day that I daven for all winter long. And it's there, but I'm not there. I didn't make it there to this gorgeous day to meet, spend quality time with my kids in the warm weather and enjoy making a dirbatachtain with my family. So as I'm sitting here, I'm like, this is really awkward. I'm typing a whole for ring in about how we should do things differently. But I totally just admitted that I totally blew it today. <laughs> and I called my husband. I'm like, I'm not preparing this for ring anymore. I'm just going to wing it. And I'm going to come home and play with I'm going to come to the park and play with you guys. So he's like, we're leaving in 15 minutes. You sure you want to come? <laughs> so afterwards, I felt really terrible. And my Yitzhara took like a at me. And he said to me, he said, how is this thought process serving you? Like, I wasted my time. I should have done something different. I could have, should have, would have. And he said, how is this serving you? So I said, you know what? That's right. I've been working the last seven, and now it's eight weeks, right? 
right? We've done all these different steps to work on improving our mindset and our emotional equilibrium and how we function as a human being, as a yid connected to Hashem. So I said to him, I said, okay, right now I feel pretty yucky. My Yitzhar has played a real yucky game on me. How would I think about this and do this differently next time? If this were to happen again, how would I think about this differently? And as I was discussing it with him, I realized that many of the thought processes that I was using actually come from this book. I've been reading this book for the last little bit. If you want, there's a diaper that I think might be needed. Oh yeah? I'm a child whisperer. Um, <laughs> no, not over there. <laughs> um, anyway, so I went through the thought processes here and I said, one second, why am I so down on myself that I'm typing up this for bring in and at the same time missing out this opportunity to spend quality time with my family? Have I taken Hashem out of the picture? And here I am, a whole for bringing about essentially, I'll, um, what do you call it? Ugh, plot, plot. Plot twist. Plot. No, not plot twist. Um, when like um, when they, they somebody gives away the end of the book in the beginning. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Um, a huge aspect of this topic for tonight is including Hashem in your summer plans. Um, so here I am typing all the way about including Hashem in your summer plans, and I my Yitzhara managed to convince me to remove Hashem from this entire moment. Hashem needed me to do a specific hi <laughs> I'm uh, yeah <laughs> Hashem needs me to do this specific task right now if Hashem would have wanted me to do this earlier then I wouldn't xyz the million list that I think things that I did earlier would have wouldn't have happened everything wouldn't have combined itself to be exactly where it is right now. Hashem decided that all the puzzle pieces should click, 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 click to the point where it's either I go to the park with my family or I prepare for this for bringing. And the fact is that the moment I added Hashem back into my life, I said, wait a minute. Hi, Yetzirah. I see you. I hear you. Go fly a kite. No, just stay away from my kids. Um, <laughs> in a different location. Um, so, so I reminded myself that in the same way as in this moment, my Yitzhahara took me for a loop and it dragged me down into a not happy moment. I, all I had to do is bring Hashem back into the picture and re-include him back into the whole plan of existence and why, why I am where I am. And then I was able to have clarity and appreciate his involvement and not just involvement, but literally to the minuscule second that every single second of my day was exactly what it was meant to be to lead to the moment where I'm sitting here and now I have a beautiful appreciation about what I'm gonna be doing tomorrow for in the afternoon. Another spoiler alert, Be'ez is Hashem, I'll be at the park playing with my kids. <laughs> That's what I'm gonna be doing tomorrow. So I was right, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So, so the same tool that I used to help improve my mood earlier is the same tool I'm going to help introduce into everybody's summer plans for many of us the idea of summer brings up a lot of gashmius excitement whether it's traveling whether it's the warm weather whether it's okay for some people warm weather is not good but whether it's uh i know i know i saw this to the faces um whether it is the time spent together because you don't have the same amount of work as usual. 
um, or visiting and traveling and visiting family or whatever it is that for most people, me, it, it, the concept of summer brings up for them. I want to, and it's just not, not just me, it's actually the Rebbe. The Rebbe wants to remind all of us um, that our summer plans have plans begashmias. And it's also a time, according to the Rebbe's letter that he wrote to um, students graduating before the end of the school year. It's a time when the days are longer, the, the span of the daytime and the daylight hours are longer. And it's a time when we feel Hashem's warmth and closeness. And being that our schedule changes, it's a time to really invest in our connection to Hashem. It's like somebody that gives you a hug and then you're like, oh wait, but there's a pretty thing over there. <laughs> like Hashem is giving us a hug. It's called the summer. It's nice and cozy and warm and exciting. And let's remember that he's the one giving us this hug. Let's not just look outward. Let's hug him back. So I want to take a minute and I'll do this myself. And that's one of the reasons why I told you to make a mental list in your head. I want to take a minute to process all the things that I'm excited for, for the summer, all the things that I'm excited for from the time between now and the kickoff for our next SAI in Elul Bezaz Hashem. And I am thrilled for quality time with my kids. It's not set in stone, but I'm hoping to take a few weeks and not send them to camp and just focus on them and spend quality time with them. And my husband and I had like a three hour meeting on discussing each of our kids and what is um, what we would like to see them grow in over the summer. And we've made a plan for each of them to spend quality time with them. I'll take all the brachas. Thank you so much. Um, so I get to appreciate the summer with my family. I get to appreciate that we booked tickets to Florida. I get to appreciate that for the first time in eight years, for the first time in eight years, my father-in-law's best position coming. And I get to spend quality time with him and he's one of my favorite people ever. Um, and I'm just... L'chaim. Um, and... And I get to enjoy the, all the beauty of summer that I love. And I'm, I'm making it a conscious effort to be grateful for Hashem, to Hashem for every single one of those things. If it wasn't for Hashem, I wouldn't be able to spend quality time with my kids. I wouldn't have my kids, but if it wasn't for, the, if it wasn't for Hashem, I wouldn't have the, the ability to really bond and make the time and spend quality time with them, not just with them here, but also traveling with them, seeing my family, seeing my in-laws, seeing, seeing the growth that Hashem has opened up for me over the summer. And not only that, but as a thank you to him, I'm going to make it a priority to find what I'm going to give back to him as a thank you, how I'm going to add him into my summer plans that I, I use this extra time, so to speak, the extra daylight hours, the extra freedom that I'm given to turn it into Hashem focused time. Yes. So can you please give us some examples? Yes. For those who are, let's say, traveling, doing some extracurricular stuff. Yes, yes, absolutely. I was actually one of the last thing, one of the next um, topics is real practical examples. So, being that um, we want to add Hashem more into our, into our life, and being that 
sometimes we get to Elul and we say, how far have I come? Now I need to do tshuva. Whether we say it out loud or we feel like, you know, that feeling. Imagine how incredible it's going to be when you come to Elul and you think for yourself and you feel inside of you a level of tshuva from love. Not tshuva, I made mistakes and I forgot about Hashem when I was in Yehapitz, traveling or doing my freedom things. But tshuva of, I've spent this entire summer bonding with him. How nice it's going to be to then join him back into his castle on Tishrei. Like he's been a part of every moment of my summer all my travels, all my exciting plans, all my extracurricular things. And now I get to connect to him. Good. Now I get to connect to him in his, um, in his home, in his terms. So the same way we make Gashmias plans for our summer, let's make Ruchnias plans for growth, a relationship with Hashem and a deep connection. So here are some ideas that I thought of that you could do or learn or think about throughout your summertime that you can include Hashem into your plans. Um, you could take this with you. It's thin. It's beautiful. <laughs> it's called the Hasidic approach to joy. It was the SAI prize for today. Rima Jeski. It's a it's a reprint. It's a reprint, but it is beautiful, and we're giving it out to everyone who earned it for the prize. Um, it it is very very practical. Um, it's very like. It's very living Hasidic style in the sense that you can really take the concepts and bring them to life into your day-to-day -day life. Um, I also suggest, see, we've been so good. I also suggest taking this beautiful mimer. It is one of the, honestly, most clear mimerum I've ever learned. I literally learned it in probably maybe half an hour, 45 minutes. And then I've... It was very short and very clear. There is not so much Haskalah in it. Very, very little Haskalah. It's very to the point. It's all about, it's called from, I mean, the English translation is called from trial to triumph. And so it gives you the tools to see stress, worry, um, anxiety, anything that you're, you're kind of having a hard time processing in your life. It gives you the tools and the Hasidic Hashem glasses to look at it through and how to, it gives you step-by-step step on how to overcome it and come out in a much stronger and happier place. So we at Living Hasidus have provided you with two incredible tools to use over the summer. You can make a chavrusa, you can learn them on your own. This one I like to read a little bit when I go to sleep and a little bit in the morning before davening. Um, this one, I, it's very short and very good and very clear. And I don't always say that about my mom. So this one is, I really, really enjoy it. Actually, whatever. I taught it. It's a long story. But anyway, um, so we've given you that. We have, I through learning these things, another option that you could do in order to infuse your summer with an awareness of Hashem is to connect with someone that you can really fur bring and you can be comfortable sharing about your experiences or things that you're, you know, you're going through in life that can give you that, you know, Hashem perspective on life. Um, I would say if there's something that you've been wanting to take on, maybe now is a good time to take it on and think about, think about doing it as a reminder that Hashem is the one giving you this beautiful summer. Um, because, okay, let me rewind. Today, there was actually a discussion at the mommy and me. Somebody brought up a question. Not somebody in, at the mommy and me, but it was 
trickled into the mommy and me. What is more important? What is more important? And again, I don't want to get into it. I'm just going to give you the concept and then we're going to come out of it because it can get very heated. But what is more important? Learning chitas or keeping tznias? Whatever. There was a lot of back and forth. I think at the conclusion, uh, tznias is an actual halacha. Chitas is, I mean, it's, it is limitator, which is a mitzvah, but there's whatever anyway i don't want to get into it but the point is one of the discussions that came about through this this discussion was sometimes people learn chitas and they mumble something away but they didn't really permeate them and one of the most important things when we're learning or doing mitzvahs or just living life as a jew is not what am i doing but who am I doing this for? Because sometimes we could forget that the nice geschmacka thing we're doing that we enjoy, we enjoy eating cheesecake on Shavuos, we enjoy, um, <laughs> we enjoy eating cheesecake all year round. We enjoy, there's people that enjoy davening, there's people that enjoy saying to him, there's people that enjoy learning Tara, all these beautiful things we enjoy for ourselves. And so sometimes while we do them, we might forget who it's all about. So having something that helps remind you, who is this all about? This is about Hashem. I want to connect to Hashem. So you might end up doing the exact same Gashmia summer plans with a whole different Ruchnias feel. And my bracha to every single one of you is that Hashem gave you this time and Hashem gave you this opportunity. And I, I, I bench you to hug him back. Keep him at the forefront of your mind throughout the summer. And Hashem should bench you that all your Gashmi's plans should be beautiful and enjoyable and so exciting. <laughs> and the Ruchnia's plans that go along with your Gashmi's plans should be even more successful than you ever dreamed and imagined. And you should come to our next SAI in Elo at the kickoff and say, Michal, or say it to yourself, I am coming into this with a loving relationship and I'm doing Tshuva Me'ava from love as opposed to Tshuva because, oops. My summer went a little haywire and now I need to like reel it in. So I, I bench you to come into Elul Basimcha with a full heart filled with love and bonding and a real emotional feel for Hashem. Amen. Yes, and that was that. Any questions, comments? I love how this is practical. <laughs> I feel like I'm seeing something I could do. I don't have to contemplate. Like, now, what did I take from that? Yes. Yeah. Uh, also, for people like me who do this summer as a stress time, I'm like, oh, the best day. You're right. Okay. You need to make plans. You need to do something. Yes. Yes. That was going to be my like string of like. Consistency. Yes. Okay. So can I let me just put this all into the recording because they might not be able to hear you guys. So there was a really beautiful, a few concepts brought in just now about um for me, summer is exciting and thrilling. But for other people whose summer is um unsettling and makes them nervous because of all the like changes and possibilities and like having to reschedule all their lives it's <laughs> helpful <laughs> it's Sorry, helpful to make to make your ruchnius plan something that's consistent and you can feel safe and what was the word you used grounded there we go you can feel safe and grounded with your ruchnius plans it's actually one of the reasons why in at Lemichsidis, we tend to do courses over the summer to give like that next, like something that's, you know, steady and grounded and learning and brings Hashem back into the picture. 
Um, as soon as that information's out, I'll let you know. But for the time being, it seems that we are going to Be'ezus Hashem in the month of of no, yes, in the month of of we're going to do a course on Shalom Bias and Tarsa Mashbacha as a hachana. What for anyone who's out of town will Be'ezus Hashem have a Zoom option? Yes. Um, Yes, exactly, for everyone that's out of town. Um, so, yeah, so that's the plan. And the way that that's going to happen is that it's going to be a segula and a hachana preparation for every single person for their um, upcoming Shalom Bayes and Tarsa Mashbacha. And um, bringing Hashem into that picture is the greatest segula into reaching that end goal now um yeah yes um totally not related to the topic <laughs> but i okay. don't ask i'm really clarity on this yes um what what are we supposed to go into gimel thomas with like or come out of gimel oh, thomas that's with? like a whole dragon Okay, so how about this? Let's 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 pause for a minute. Let's pause for a minute. We are um I think this is it's part of the schedule for the upcoming Shabbaton. We're I it hasn't been set and sealed, but it has been a thought to bring this as one of the Ferbringans for the upcoming Shabbaton. Um and I also hope to have a proper speaker before Gimel Tamos to bring up this topic. But I, I want to hear all sides. Ah! <laughs> so I'm like, I am, well, let's just put it this way. I am not prepared at this point to handle such a beautiful, important, and crucial question. So it is very, it's very heavy and beautiful and amazing. Five, five different way. articles, like response, 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 response. This side of the, who knows what, this side of the, everyone has like, and, and this is, <laughs> and this is don't why I don't go on COL. We love I just don't go COL. But anyway, um, how about we'll put a pause on that. Let's see if there's any other questions along this topic, and then we can cut the recording and have a different for regular. <laughs> Any other questions? Like, yes. Yay, comments. I feel like, especially for those who are really, who struggle with change and having like an in, you know, the inconsistency kind of like kicking in, I feel like mentally preparing yourself for the summer will help you navigate the summertime. Yes, I totally agree. So basically mentally preparing yourself for yeah, the summer. No, I'm saying like, they, oh, you know what, like, like, you know, June, whatever, no. it's going to kick in. My, let's hear you, right? Okay, the school year is over. <laughs> I, I know I'm going to have a little bit of inconsistency. It's a little worrisome, but how am I going, let me break it down and how am I going to make this the most meaningful summer? And so oh have, my gosh. Yes. Yeah. Um, so like you write like lists. You're like, okay, so. What do I want to work on, like rough dance? Yes. Like what? What kind of experiences do I want to have? Literally write that, write all of this stuff down, and then you know schedule it in and do it. Yes, right. yes. Make your priorities. Make a list of priorities and put schedule them in and make them make them a priority. Exactly. Do the priority. I will also say this mimer speaks a lot about nisyonis um, and the way that he that that. Okay, so it's originally a mimer from the Friedrich Rebbe that was sent after the Friedrich Rebbe had left Russia and he was in Poland about to run away from um, World War II. So he sent, the Friedrich Rebbe sent in a mimer back into Russia for all of the Russian chassidim. And it was, wait, 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 this is the, pre, the, the one before this. So, told horses, sweat! So he, the Friedrich Rabbi gives them chizuk on how to handle challenges, how to handle, and they, let's just be honest, their challenges were intense, okay? And then in honor of Yud Beis Tamos, the Rebbe, after he was in America and was Rebbe, the Rebbe took 
that mimer and said another mimer based off of it. So um, something that's very interesting is the translation of Nesioinus, because there's different, there's two, okay, I'll give you a very short synopsis, and this is how I'm going to answer Esti's whole thing. There are two types of challenges we have in life. One type is Avedis Abirurim, to elevate things, right? So we come to a nice delicious cheesecake, we can fress our face, or we can make a bracha and then fress our face. I'm kidding. <laughs> we can make a bracha and elevate the cheesecake. So that's a beer. It's, and it's a challenge because not always are we going to use all the things for all the right reasons, right? So YouTube could be a wonderful place to listen to Rambam from Rabbi Shaitaub or any other shir from Living Chassidus. Or you took be a horrible place where you waste hours, hours, and horrible, horrible things. Right? Oh so goodness. it's <laughs> yes, capitalists. Um, so so avoidus habirurim, the challenge of elevating things is a challenge. Now there's another type of challenge, which is a nisayan. A nisayan is a test. And the test is something that in a certain sense, it's 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 a worry, it's a stress that we have essentially no control over what's happening in your summer in a certain sense has already been predetermined it, it, it hashem is it, it's going to happen like we can't fight graduation day because like i want to keep going to school because it's safe for me like you can't show up monday after graduation and expect that the rest of the school is going to continue with you. like they're not and you can't show up at your job if your job is has stopped you know what i mean so like Fighting. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, anyway, so so this concept, this concept of a Nisayan, of a test, of a challenge of that type is really a, a mindset shift. It's going through all the could'ves, should'ves, and would'ves and saying, Hashem, this is a test. And the mo what's the test on? The test is on whether I'm going to stress out about this, whether I'm going to fall from the test. The moment you remember that it's just a test and Hashem is behind it all, the test disappears. It's like the moment that you realize, uh, I, I'm like, what's a practical example that I recently had? Think of something that you've been stressed out and stressed out and you're like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Or like, what if this happens? What if that happens? What if, and then it either it happens or it doesn't happen. But like, why did you waste all the hours beforehand worrying and stressing about it? Like all those things that you like stay up late at night or this morning, my husband's alarm, he got a new phone. So now his alarm, the settings, it's a new phone. So it blasted a Maidaani song like it was meant to be a little whisper and I guess the volume got like whatever so it's like blasting at five in the morning or yeah five something in the morning and I was like ah we're trying to wake him up like turns out he was awake uh trying to turn the thing off and I'm like ah but anyway it was blasting really loud and then afterwards I had such a hard time falling asleep because once I'm awake I'm like oh I need to do this and the hot kills happening tonight and we need to order the food and then nah, nah, nah. and like all my to-do list just like runs through is that gonna help me is that serving me at all at five in the morning I'm not getting up to do work like I'm just it's not gonna happen so I realized I'm like one second Hashem I get it it's you it's you you've got it all covered I don't need to stress about it I'm going to take it off my shoulders and pass it on to you and I'll take care of it later like okay good and once that happens once you have that realization that the stress and the worry and the anxiety and da 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 it's just a test the test disappears you give it back to Hashem so anyway that's a very short super practical mimer so good tips for preparing for um, worrisome changes in your life over the summer is having in mind that Hashem is there and Hashem is the one who made your plans and Hashem is going to help hold your hand throughout every step of the plan as long as you know that he's hugging you and you hug him back. What? Yeah, exactly. Look at that. Yes. But it's also part of the plan. People who don't work the summer, you'll, you want you want to do something. Those are the plan. The people, the rising, the money, and everything. Yeah, the it's true. Stress. It is. It's and true. Then, like, you don't want to be bored. But, 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 
to remove the stress, A, you bring Hashem back in. What does Hashem want you to what do? What if it doesn't work out? Oh, so the what ifs goes back to, does, does it exist? Does the what if exist? What? Yeah. It does not. It does not. I'll tell you, I, I, I come from a family where we're very safety oriented. And meaning like, oh, be careful. Don't get hurt. And the... Oh, well, like, we come from, no, not you, but a family from an anxious <laughs> so so listen to this i have my oldest my oldest is literally the safest kid i've ever met he's just very oh, personal family yes my personal my oh they are Covering, uh-huh protected. yeah that that so i've been working on myself let's just put it that way i used to wear the ancient belt my grandmother's like that so yeah uh-huh. <laughs> mm-hmm. so anyway so my oldest is literally the safest out of all of them, out of every God single one of my kids. Like, not even because of me. Like, he's just, he's a Gvorshvagvura kid. Like, he's literally born Gvorshvagvura, and his wow. name is Gvorshvagvura, Levi and Yitzchak. He's literally like Mesudr and very conscious and whatever. And yet, he's the one that had an accident, completely fell off of something and broke his elbow really badly. Surgery, several hour surgery, insane. Three, uh, three ambulances later, like it was a whole ordeal. And it's, it was so ironic in a certain sense because he, we actually, I didn't watch it. It was too traumatic. My husband watched this, the camera video of what happened and it literally was just a misstep because it was a school. So um, the backyard has cameras and he fell off and it was just a little misstep and that's all it was. And he landed, whatever. Anyway, I don't want to talk about it. But, I could, I literally stress about things sometimes. And I'm like, oh my gosh, he's going to school. Is everything going to be okay? What if something happens? Oh God, I have to talk to <laughs> So listen to this. I, what's the point? The moment something did happen, I had to deal with it. And I right away took my phone, took my charger, took his insurance card. And, <laughs> and, and I got into the ambulance and we went and, what did it help for me to stress about it before? I wasn't even, I didn't even know about it at the time. Like he was at recess. I was not thinking about his safety whatsoever. So it's not like me stressing makes them any safer. You know what I mean? It's not like you stressing about the possibility Why? of the, because <laughs> it's terrible. It wastes your time. But anyway, you stressing about the what ifs of your entire summer plans and all of the like questionable things doesn't solve anything if something not good happens you're going to be at that moment where you're going to deal with it and if something great happens why damper it by being like oh my gosh what if something not good could happen like just enjoy the sun enjoy your trip enjoy your freedom enjoy the fact that you're able to welcome Hashem into so many new areas in your life does that make sense yeah so yeah so that's it's a process it's a process anyway um yes yes i'll be the whole way see you guys in a minute